0: Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRinnell.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Rinald Show, we talk about using vibration therapy in the physical therapy setting. The Ask Mike Rinald Show. helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to mikereynoldcom slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back everybody to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Rhino show. I'm up at Champion PT and Performance with our amazing crew of amazing people in an amazing time right now. It's amazing. But anyway, I am here. We're going to mix we're going to mix it up a little bit and so, and Zoom mixed it up again. We haven't even changed that. Anyway, whatever. I got Duesh Pudel, our director of fitness of at Champion, so he's here answering some of our strength and conditioning related stuff. Dave Tilly, Lisa Russell, Len McCrean, and Mike Scudo, Dan Pope, all here from the physical therapy crew here for you, answering your amazing questions. Anything you guys want to talk about, physical therapy, fitness, sports, performance, business, career advice, anything, keep asking away. Um, you guys really do have some awesome questions, so um, you know, keep them coming. We appreciate it. Uh, Len, quick student intro for the episode. I think we got a quick, new uh, student asking.
1: Yeah, we got a new student. Uh, Sitting in the foreground is uh, Johnny Herrera from Regis University in beautiful Colorado. Uh, Sitting behind Johnny's right shoulder is Katie Kathleen Stone from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Uh, Behind Katie, deep under the TV, is uh, Jonathan Sandberg from Creighton University. And uh, following up with that is Eric King from Franklin Pierce University, the Arizona was it Goodyear
0: campus? Goodyear, I think. I don't know. I'm done. Great great place there. <laughs> great place. Good intros I'm land. Done. I appreciate
2: I'm it. Done. <laughs> done. I'm done.
0: Johnny, what do, what, what, what do we got this week? What's, what is our amazing question this week, Johnny?
2: All right. So Michelle from Miami says, what are your thoughts on using vibration therapy as part of the treatment? Is it worth the investment in a clinic or do you find it unnecessary? Okay. All right. What? Let me see. I want what was I, the question?
0: <laughs> You're not in the clinic. Wait a minute. My mine's upstairs. <laughs> I was looking for mine. I was just doing my hamstring last night. Um, but yeah, in physical therapy, no, that's terrible. You shouldn't do that. We're all doing it personally, but you should not do it in physical therapy. Uh, all right. So, interesting. so, so good question, Michelle. I mean, vibration therapy is getting more and more popular. You know, you know, every, every day it seems like, and it's one of those things that I think there's a lot of things out there now that the main street, mainstream media even picks up on a little bit. So you start seeing like articles and who knows, maybe this is just marketing and PR and stuff like that. But when you see all the pro athletes using it, like uh, companies like, like hyper ice, like they have their vibration gun on the bench in, uh, uh, underneath every seat in the NBA. They have, uh, they're doing that. I think they, they're, I know they're doing it in major league baseball too, where there's going to be hyper ice, like the hyper volt, like massage guns are on the bench. Right. And, and trust me, like the players are using them. They're using them like during timeouts, they're using them between innings. Um, you know, they're pretty popular. So what I like about this question though, that I thought Michelle asked, um, and we've talked about this briefly in the past every now and then on the, on the podcast, but I, I think it'd be good to like, kind of talk about our current update on this. Like, is this something we want to use as part of treatment? in physical therapy. So before we get to that, I want to go to Duesh right? And I want to get to opinion, because we use vibration therapy quite a bit at champion. So we're a big fan of the Hypervolt um, and all their devices that they have, because they have such great vibration technology built into more than just the gun, but also in some of the self myofascial release things like the roller and the ball and stuff like that. So we have, we have a lot of options, but we we use it quite a bit. And we know that there's science to support that people feel better and move better afterwards. So to why don't you start with this? How do we use vibration therapy in our fitness based setting? right because I think that's going to help us answer our physical therapy question
2: yeah so I think on the fitness side of things uh, we use it for two big reasons right so one is just general warm-up and prep getting the body ready before our athletes do some of their speed agility power stuff and before their lift. Uh, so that's just more for general preparedness getting an athlete to feel better Um, and then the other half of that being post-workout for feeling better after lifting, after their they're sprinting and, and jumping stuff. So one big picture is just feel better pre and post. Um, and we'll use a combination of you know the bigger foam rollers that vibrate to get whole body. Um, and we'll you also use like the little um hyperspheres to get a little bit more targeted, localized uh, work to feel a little bit better. The other end of it is going to be a little bit more for targeted mobility reasons. Um, one that I've really started to love is using the hypervolt, the gun, um, for like ankle mobility restrictions, right? So using a little bit more of the vibration, um, on the soleus and then having athletes do ankle mobility drills and then load that ankle, um, into like a squat or a lunge positions, um, and then having them go do sprint work and, you know, jumping stuff that requires that positive shin angle, um, stuff like that has worked really well for us, um, in terms of gaining mobility. And obviously you can apply the same concept we're talking about. Athletes that might be restricted overhead in their lats or, you know, whatever it may be, but um, using for a little bit more soft tissue, easy access to help with mobility gains. Um, So I would say those are like the two big reasons, warm up and prep, just feeling better, and then a little bit more dedicated mobility work and targeted areas.
0: And that's awesome. And you know, this episode is not about the physiology of all this, but I think we can, we can briefly say what we know about vibration therapy is that it helps neuromodulate tone. I mean, we've known about this for, for quite some time. Like if, so if you have, if you feel tight, you have some mobility restrictions and you do any sort of vibration, whether it be localized or even like the platforms that were super popular, like 10 years, they're a little less popular now, but if you actually just went on there and did like a toe touch on there for like 30 seconds, like you gained like six inches of toe touch, right? Like, 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 like immediately afterwards here. So like uh, I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of our soft tissue restrictions, let's say hamstrings in a, <clears throat> in a field sport like running athlete, right? So that those hamstrings get like so tight from the eccentric contraction stuff after their activities, a little bit of vibration helps with that. Now, there's some knock on that physiologically that perhaps now that muscle is not going to be very capable to accept strength, maybe even power transitions over time. But keep this in mind. The results are transient. We know that they know that, right? The results are transient. They help. we are not permanently doing anything to the hamstring. We're just trying to neuromodulate tone. But like Dewey just said fantastically is like, we'll do that to then allow us to get more out of what we want to do in their program. So it helps us achieve our goals. Okay. So that's a little bit of how we use vibration therapy. So I think right there that's been accepted, right? People feel like that's an acceptable use for vibration therapy is to work on that. Now, let's talk physical therapy and go to the physical therapist. Like, I I don't, I don't know who wants to jump in first, maybe Dan, I don't know if that was a scratch or a raised hand, but like anyone jump in first, but you have a scratchy head. Um, but like, like don't we have those same goals? Right. So, you know, the question is, 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 you know, it, it, you know, should vibration therapy part of our physical therapy treatment, what we do for people who wants to start? One yeah, I mean,
1: I can, I I, I can, <laughs> I, I will, because, I, you know, some people would say, you know, this is poo-poo. Uh, you're creating reliance. People shouldn't rely on this. They should do stuff on their own. Well, this is a great way for them to do stuff on their own if they have one. But also, if it makes them feel better short term, and it can get you to have them do something different this session and they feel good about it and they feel good about going into a session then I'm all for it and then like you said the vibration and the neuromodulation of pain the pain receptors anything that's in our skin and muscles that may help the person feel a little bit better to move better which then they can work on training better and perform better I'm gonna take it so do I use the gun in PT practice not as much as I should and this podcast is probably going to change things. So guys and girl down below students make me and remind me like (laughs) that person that comes in, save my hands. Right. And let's do this more because I really think that it would benefit them. I honestly (laughs) think that. And I think that it's a, it's a good modality, a short-term modality. I'm not going to, again, create reliance. So I don't want the social media world to get all, all huffy puffy at me. This is something that the person can do on their own. They can foam roll. There's a bunch of things they can do, but it all helps them feel better. And that's the key, right? That's why they come to see me.
0: <laughs> that was that was amazing. I like that. That was <laughs> and
1: I and I have one. So obviously I bought into the whole I, bought I, I I'm not gonna
0: I'm not gonna lie. So for those that most people are listened to this, but Lenny's uh, got a hypervolt there. It looks like I'm surprised by your choice of tip uh applicator there, by the way. You have like the little like the um yeah. I always go straight for like the hardest one for some reason. You went for the soft one. We've,
1: uh, we we've changed it out. This was probably my wife uh using this. Um <laughs> but um it's um yeah. We, uh, I was probably doing some work on
0: the walls too, or something. Who knows what I was doing? But, uh. <laughs> I love it. Well,
1: yeah, I mean,
0: so <laughs> L- L- Lenny just said it really great. Like, I I actually don't use it probably as much as I probably should, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. like it's going to be like if somebody has some like height, uh, tight hips or tight like hamstrings, like, I think we're, I think, I think we should use it. I think, I think I should use it more on those things. Uh, anybody else want to jump in though? I know everybody's got some good feedback on that. Dan, I'd love to hear how you think and how you've used it. I know you've tried it. What do you think? Yeah, I'm a little shell shocked um, from these just because one old model we
2: were using at the clinic a little too close to someone's hair and it started chewing their hair up actively <laughs> as the gun was turned on. And that was a bad experience different, generally. Different, different,
0: model, different model, different company. Different company. Um, yeah. yeah, we could just do anyway, it through clothing. That's the good thing of vibration therapy, is you could do it through clothing. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's a tool that we can use to make ourselves more effective. Uh, oftentimes someone's coming to me and they have limited time and maybe they want me to go through specific movements, right? And I'm working with a lot of movements that require a lot of mobility, let's say the Olympic list. Now, if that athlete comes in a little bit earlier and utilizes some of these tools, they can get into better positions a little bit later and I have the time to work with them. So I think the big thing is we're trying to give our patients the most bang for their buck. So if you have a tool like a gun, then it can help patients mobilize and get that accomplished. It makes our treatment a little bit better with the limited time we have. Right. You know, one neat thing that I've kind of found about the vibration therapy, too, that um, the mainstream tends to like this, right? So so like Mike, good example with like golfers, right? Like you're working, you, you do your assessment on them. They have some mobility restrictions. You wanna give them some drills to do at home, right? Um, golfers are one of those crowds, you know, that I think loves getting like these devices, right? And, you know, I, I've, I've gone to some golf pro shops, right? And they're selling them in the pro shop now. That's like how popular they are. So Mike, have you, I, I mean, you had much experience or like anything about like, you know, incorporating it as even part of like your home exercise program with some of your mobility drills with some of your clients? Yeah, absolutely. and And obviously we have these these tools available to us
3: in the gym and we have you know quite a different variety of tools that we have. so I'll, I'll have people go experiment with the ones that they like. And I find it actually kind of funny, like I'll do a you know a hands-on manual therapy treatment. Um, to try and achieve the goals that we're working on, whether it's gain mobility or decrease pain. And then I'll have them go use a vibrating gun. And they come back to me, you know, the following session, they go, I really love the vibrating gun. I think it really helped me. Uh, and they talk more about the vibrating gun than they talk about my hands on treatment. So I think <laughs> I think it can be, maybe I'm just not that good of a manual therapist, um, but it, it, it definitely <laughs> – I think uh, patients enjoy the experience, right? If it's properly applied and it helps them achieve their goals, then I think it's a very useful tool for them. Uh, And if they want to make the investment, it's something that I encourage them to do with a little bit of guidance on the appropriate time to use it, uh, what the appropriate dosage is, and, you know, to get the most uh, effectiveness out of the tool.
0: Nice. Awesome. Good. Good. Awesome. All right. So, I would end with this, I guess, for this, this kind of interesting point on the vibration therapy here is I think we're all pro using it. I think there, I think you're going to see actually some really good, good outcomes. If you do use it too, by the way. Um, But that being said, let's keep this in mind. We're talking about like doing it for like 30 seconds to somebody's hamstring before we do some manual therapy, before we do a mobility drill, before they do dynamic stuff, before we stretch it, whatever it may be. Right. If you are trying to do vibration therapy on somebody for eight minutes to Get a billable unit out of it then we have a lot of other things to talk about right like that's that's not the point of vibration therapy so um i think it's just like a small tool that we use um you know going back to michelle's question the second part was she said is it worth the investment right? And I think it's such a low cost investment that you can amortize over like so many visits per day and stuff like that, that I, I would, I would say it's definitely worth the investment. And heck, I don't even know. I mean, we probably, we probably have like four or five. Now we get a bunch of the the foam rollers and the, the mobility sphere. So uh, we have a lot, just like, it's one of those things that once you start using them, um, they, 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 you start to use them more. And then we have a ton of, of patients and clients that have even then just wanted to purchase their own for them. So, uh, so keep that in mind. So I think, overwhelmingly I think we say, you know, I think we're very pro vibration therapy and physical therapy as a useful tool if you do it right, you don't overutilize it and you keep it a part of your bigger comprehensive program, right? Um I think that's a that's a great way to do it. So um awesome question Michelle. Thank you so much for submitting that. If you have another question like that, head to micron.com click on that podcast link and you can fill out that form to submit your own question. We get tons every month so keep them coming. Um, Anything you guys want to talk about, we're here for you. Head to iTunes, Spotify rate, review, make sure you subscribe to us, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRynell.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReno.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.